This is episode 56. It's not about you. Welcome to the Perspective Detective Podcast, where you are joining me on a quest to seek the Lord's perspective and to bridge faith with the life coaching tools that I have gathered and self-help knowledge to find joy and freedom in living in our true identity and in improving our relationships with others. Let's begin. All right, guys, welcome back to Perspective Detective. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, if you like the podcast, please make sure first to follow it, like push the little, I don't know, is it a plus button? Just the follow button wherever (laughs) you listen to podcasts. And also I wanted to give you a quick announcement. I am hosting a women's retreat in Phoenix, Arizona, the I believe it's the third weekend in April. It's the 20th through 23rd, where most of the magic is going to happen on the 21st and 22nd, that Friday and Saturday. Um, But it's all about creating a vision and an action plan for your big dream. So my friend Becky Smith and I will be workshopping with you. And we will also have an energy worker there. Her name's Jill Serafina, and she's amazing. But she'll be there doing sound healing and energy work. And we'll do yoga and hike and play and will be away from all the distractions of home so that you'll actually get to think and plan and create during the workshop time that we'll have. Um, I will post a link with all the details in the show notes, but it's really exciting if you feel like you've just been needing like a little bit of time away and need some woman time, need some like you time, this is it. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be warm. If you've been in this like perpetual winter in Utah, (laughs) it will be really nice to take a break and have some sunshine and warmth. Okay, today is a good day. I am going to give you the answer to one of your most common problems that's hurting your relationships and preventing you from living as your true self and hindering your ability to just feel joyful and free and at peace, okay? Um, I know that's a big promise, but this really does work. So first of all, we have to see what the problem is. So One of the biggest problems that all people have, it's not just you, it's not just me, it's everybody, is we like make a personal meaning out of something that is not meant to be about you. So with children, this is a really easy example. It's really common when I compliment one child within earshot of another child and then child B, who is not part of this like complimentary conversation, will say something like, what? You don't think I'm smart or you don't think I'm cute? Like telling my daughter that I trust her and she's doing amazing somehow ends up with my son crying about no one liking him, right? It's (laughs) just so funny. Anyway, um, so maybe you've seen this happen with kids, like a compliment for one somehow gets twisted into an insult for another. Like, But here's the thing. Adults do a version of this all the time, Okay in our minds where the world revolves around us. And I don't say that in a mean way. Like we, we all do. We all have this perspective of, of ourselves, right? We think that just because, for example, a couple of neighbors like to hang out together, that means that we are unlikable. Or because a colleague gets a promotion, that must mean that we are not trustworthy or we're not doing as good of a job or the boss doesn't see us or something. Um, if your husband goes to bed early, We think it's because he's mad at you and that you did something wrong. And you know what? Maybe he is mad at you. But even when someone has a feeling or opinion about you, it's still because of something they're thinking about themselves. So sometimes we don't even realize 
the specific, okay, I say sometimes, but really it's most of the time. Most of the time, we don't even realize the specific personal meaning that we're placing on the data that's coming into our minds. We just know that we feel terrible. So I like to just start with like the feeling, right? Because the feelings are always going to be the first thing that we notice. Feelings do come from our thoughts, but we don't usually recognize our thoughts. We recognize our feelings. So when you start to feel defensive or shame or guilt or frustration, or maybe you feel picked on or feel annoyed or feel angry or feel lonely, like almost any of these, you can ask yourself these three questions. The first one, what am I making this mean about myself? And then what if it wasn't about me at all? And how could this absolutely not be about me? So the first question, what am I making this mean about myself, helps us to pause and recognize that we all, in some way, see ourselves as the center of our world because we are the center of our own worlds. We are, okay? That's okay. It's normal. It makes sense. And it's good for you to recognize that that you are standing in your own perspective point, okay? You can also find what may be kind of a core issue embedded in the answer to this question. So by core issue, I mean an unhelpful thought or a false belief that comes up regularly. So if you ask yourself often enough, what am I making this mean about myself? It's highly likely that you'll discover that the answer is often the same. Like you'll get the same answer over and over when you do this enough times. That is a false belief. A false belief is just a thought that you've thought enough times that it becomes kind of like ingrained in you. So some examples might be, I'm not likable enough, or no one ever helps me, or I have to do it alone, or I'm always the problem. So I share those examples because they're the most common that I find with my clients and with myself and and people that I talk to. And, And they tend to be on the shame or like kind of the pity end of the pride spectrum. But the false belief or narrative can also go the other way on the other side of the pride spectrum too, where it's like pride looking down. Um, So as I've been thinking about this topic, I've tried to be more conscientious of the sneaky thought meanings that I place on things that cause me to become annoyed or angry or frustrated. And I actually had a really interesting experience that's very common. (laughs) So hopefully you'll relate to this. But while I was driving home, uh, there was another car that was driving like the same speed or maybe just like a little bit slower than me for about a mile. And then all of a sudden like came up in front and then abruptly cut me off like in front of me. And I had to brake really hard not to rear end them. And then that car like quickly turned left. And I was so annoyed. <laughs> I was so annoyed and thought like, why didn't they do that sooner? Right. I have been in this lane because I knew I was going to turn left. Like they should have, you know, just gotten behind me like a long time ago. Um, they're obviously rude or they're terrible drivers or this is why we have so many accidents because of all these inconsiderate and oblivious drivers. And I just was, I was super annoyed. Um, and then I was like, oh, wait, I get to, this is a great opportunity <laughs> for me to ask myself, what am I making this mean about me? If I'm feeling annoyed or frustrated, then there must be something that I'm making this mean about myself. And 
as soon as I asked that, as soon as I allowed myself to be open and see that maybe I'm making a personal meaning here, the answer came sharply and surprisingly quick and and stung a little. And it, the answer was, you think you're better than them. I was like, yeah, I do. In that moment, I thought I am a better driver. I'm just better than them. So I wanted to share that one because that was just a little bit different, right? It, Again, like I said, most of the time we're going to find that the meaning we're making on things is usually, like I said, kind of on the shame spectrum, but sometimes it's on like the higher end of the pride spectrum that maybe you think you're better. Maybe you think you're superior a little bit and that feels awful. Honestly, that it feels awful. Like sometimes it feels a little bit powerful to be angry in that way, but ultimately it feels bad. And when I recognized that here I am like putting this personal meaning that I think I'm better than this driver. Yeah. Then I'm able to ask myself like these, the second and third questions, which is what if this wasn't true at all? Or what if this wasn't about me at all? And how can this absolutely not be about me? Right? So I'm like, actually, I don't actually know that I'm a better driver. I just know that I had made a like a maybe a more wise decision in this moment, right? I also don't know what's going on for this other driver. I don't know like if they were distracted for that whole mile or if they don't actually know where they're going or anything. Like I don't actually know anything about them. Anyway, like I said, I just felt like that was an interesting example that had come up for me. Um, so there are many ways like to really work on false core beliefs, like I mentioned before. And I do think one of the best ways to work on those false core beliefs is by asking those two other questions. The two questions of what if this isn't actually true, right? And how can this absolutely not be true? Okay, so when I think about this whole concept, this whole concept of not making personal meaning out of something that happened or that something that somebody else did or said, then the scripture comes to my mind of when Jesus said, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life, the same shall save it. I'm like, what if losing your life to save it simply meant not making personal meaning over something that someone else did or said on either end of the spectrum, on the like low end of pride of like, I'm not good enough, or even the high end of pride of I'm better than, right? What if it meant nothing, but rather, and then stepping out of our centristic worldview and stepping in to the other person's worldview, shifting our focus to the other person and only on them, not on how you think they perceive you, not on how their actions were harmful to you, but just on them and what they might be thinking, what they might be going through. Um, focus on the other person's needs and how their needs are shaping their perspective and actions. Just losing yourself and looking for the perspective of someone else. So I promise when you do this that you'll find that you actually like yourself more. You'll feel a lot more free and happy. So just as when I like kind of stepped back and I was like, wow, I think I'm better than this driver. But, and then I asked the second question, how can this not be true? I'm like, well, I don't know anything about them. And how is this possibly absolutely not true? Um, 
well, that was easy. Like, again, I don't know anything about them. And then I can create a new perspective, right? Of, I, you know, they might be having a bad day or et cetera. Anyway, as soon as I thought that, like, the annoyance, the anger, the, like, frustration about that, just that little incident, like, we didn't even, like, we didn't get in an accident. It wasn't really that big of a deal. But all of that, like, washed away any of those feelings. And then I felt free. And then I felt peace. And then I felt happy and, like, curious and also excited because this, like, framework of asking myself what it means was fun. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, asking these questions, like you'll get to know yourself a lot better when you honestly ask, what am I making this mean about me? So I do have one coach friend who always asks me this question when I go to her for help. She's like, Sabrina, what are you making this mean about you? And sometimes the answer is actually really painful for that moment. Um, but once it's out there, once I can recognize that I'm feeling like I'm in crisis mode because of a perceived failure or rejection, that it means that I'm not likable enough or I can never get things right or whatever it is, then I can ask the helpful questions of how is that not true? I can start to climb back out of kind of that black hole that false beliefs suck us into. I can look around with a fresh perspective and gain some traction on healing and helpful solutions. And I can really start to acknowledge and accept both myself and others, especially others in their needs. I also let go of like the unhelpful, like negative feelings, right? We want to let go of unhelpful negative feelings because those feelings are what are going to drive our actions. So this is a huge part of stepping out of a victim mindset where everything is determined by the world outside of you and then stepping into a creator mindset where agency is increased and each individual is the master of who they're becoming and the results they get from life. So just quick recap for this. I think this was a short podcast. <laughs> when you feel frustrated defensive, shame, picked on, failure, even like angry, annoyed, um, really like all the negative emotions. Ask yourself three questions. What am I making this mean about myself? What if this wasn't about me at all? And how could this absolutely not be about me? Okay, so look for these questions, uncover a false belief, and watch how you'll be able to get more control and empowerment and your ability to choose how you'll feel and what you'll do next. If you want some help with this, you can click the link in the show notes to book a call with me. And my friends, always be watchful and stay curious.